Pronto? Oh, hello, hello. Now we hear oh, hello. you. We hear you yes. now. Uh, Roma, 4th of February 2009. Uh, here is uh, Ileri Valdonesi. I'm at the moment, I'm an art critic and curator, but I haven't been called for this, but uh, because at the moment I am uh, the director of uh, Ram Live, which is this one of the first, probably the first Italian art uh, radio, uh, web streaming 24 hours a day. Usually I am the, the one that does interview, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I probably did once an interview in my life, and, um, and so I'm pretty shy one, so it's up to you. You have to make the question, I can answer. And, uh, who, you did, uh, who you gave this interview that you said that you gave just one interview in, in your life? Ah, yeah, that was very interesting because uh, I, I w- it was the time I was doing um, a DJ you know, oh. DJs, uh, and so I've been interviewed as a DJ, as a as a woman DJ. So they asked me what I was doing, uh, what kind of records I was I was using, what kind of performance, all of that. So it was a bit like a, an interview to a performer, which for me was very strange. I mean, because mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't expecting to be interviewed on my DJ activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, pro- probably was that the, the uh, in that time before the DJs became superstars. No, it was already <laughs> like it is. It, that's the point, you know. Uh, because yeah. you know, um, <coughs> in fact, because I was shy, I was being treated a little bit like a, yeah. a, a star system, mm-hmm. which I wasn't used to. In fact, uh, even though you know, when when you DJ or anyway, when I DJ, I don't really uh, remember that uh, I'm visible because I'm more concentrated about the music and about uh, the waves and, and the audience. You know, for me, it's a very strong uh, relationship. No? You mm-hmm. get this feeling back uh, when you put records. This kind of energy that is pretty much as a wave. And I always forget that uh, I'm, I'm visible. And, yeah. um, and that's why I can overcome my shyness. Uh, but then in that moment when I was being interviewed as a DJ, then I, re- I felt uh, visible, you know, it was very strange uh, uh, feeling, you know, like uh, also this relationship, like, you know, as a DJ, you have a relationship with, uh, uh, with the public in a different sense. And in an in, in interview one-to-one for me was not very much uh, a DJ situation in that sense. I tried once to be a DJ for two minutes or three minutes maybe. I just uh, mixed one song, isn't it, to another. And it was so stressful for me. <laughs> yeah, it is stressful at the beginning, but then you have lots of fun. In fact, you should do it. It's one of the best mm-hmm. things, I think, that, that women as experience can have. I mean, it's a very good experience for, for every woman to mix. Mm-hmm. I think it's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I worked with uh, one... Uh, female DJ uh, in Club K4 here in Ljubljana, Natasha Sukic, uh, and she played uh, a lot of this dance uh, dance uh, stuff. Uh, and uh, she was very rare species, you know. Uh, 
and I, ah, yeah, so. yeah. Mm. I mean, they, they, they were some, some other girls uh, into this DJing thing, but um, they just uh, vanished uh, within a couple, uh, couple of months, you know. No, because it's very, it's very difficult life, you know, it's very difficult, it's very, uh, not only the time and the night time and, um, and it's a very man world and so it's very difficult to uh, keep up, you know, it's very tough and so I, I can understand why, why many, of course if you have a passion then you can sort of, uh, but then not only the passion, you have to have also the, The, the body to do it. Mm -hmm. It's a very physical activity, very, and then you have to be very disciple, you know, you have to sort of, if you want to do for years, of course, you have to sleep, you have to uh, be very clear mind, not drink, nothing, you know, and so, and that is also very difficult when you work in a nightlife, not to get involved in, in, in the... Into partying, yeah. In the party, yes, yes, yes exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, that, that was a good uh, introduction. <laughs> yeah, that was a good introduction also in the, in, in the situation in Italy, like, uh, like from the women's point of view, also in DJing, you know, we have the same problem that you have in politics and you have uh, everywhere, so this is just to... Uh, also, to run a radio is very difficult mm -hmm. as a woman. <laughs> so, how, how did you get involved in um, um, RAM, Ra Radio Art Mobile? Um, <laughs> did you work for uh, or cooperate with Zerin Zerintia uh, before, or and maybe if you just briefly go through the history? Because uh, Zerintia is like the Association for Contemporary Art. Uh, yes, and yes. it's uh, 18 years old this year, isn't it? Yes, 18 years, but before, you know, Mario Pieroni, Dora Stiefelmeier, which are the founder of this association, uh, before Mario Pieroni, since the 70s, very early 70s, uh, was a, and it is uh, a very, very good and very... Uh, important uh, gallerist, first of all. So he started in the 70s, he started with uh, Arte Povera, especially he did like the first exhibition of uh, Cunellis, for example, but many, many others. And um, eventually they developed this idea of, uh, sort of cultural associations, so not only Uh, showing art uh, to sell, but also with this very strong uh, promotion and uh, experimental side, uh, very international, uh, especially in um, new um, geographic area. No? So not only America, for example, the, but also in the last years they moved towards um, Uh, East Europe, uh, Russia, also according to the strategies, of course, of uh, uh, European community, but also uh, within uh, this idea of enlargement from a cultural point of view. So this is Zerintia. Um, in the in this kind of development, they started this um, Radio Arte Mobile. Uh, 
which started during uh, uh, Biennale di Venezia, uh, together with the help of uh, France West, which uh, installed this ut Utopia station, which was this sort of uh, uh, radio installation during the Biennale, and they started to... Which one Biennale? The 2002. Okay. If I remember well, I hope my memory is very, very weak. But anyway, so um, so they started this idea of, of transmission of art also through uh, devices, and they started to do this uh, sort of a, a sporadic uh, uh, transmission uh, from different uh, points of view. So not only from um, conference meeting, but also from daily life. So. Um, New Year's Eve when uh, they, there was like parties with many artists because they always look after this daily life, you know, art in daily life. So we always meet, we always uh, sort of live together as much as we can and we bear anyway. So this is uh, the sort of platform, the cultural platform. In the 2004, uh, they started to uh, collect uh, sound files, so they moved more towards uh, sound art, and and they founded this uh, sound art museum, which uh, now uh, has uh, 1,500 files um, of sound works from uh, very famous sound artists like. Uh, Steven Vitiello, Michael Schumacher, for example, but then also uh, sound works uh, from artists which are not directly connected with sound art in the proper meaning, so um, more sound works from, um, for example, uh, Vito Conci or uh, Jimmy Darum, uh, um, Prini, for example, very interesting work from uh, Prini. So this is the sound that with you. Uh, in the meantime, you know, I, I I knew them, of course, but I didn't know them personally. I was developing my research, which uh, started in, in the uh, philosophy. I mean, I studied philosophy, phenomenology. Uh, I moved to this idea of sound, which brought me back then to the art world, um, where I started many, many years ago. And I, and I was writing and creating uh, some kind of venue which uh, wanted to explore the uh, relationship between art and uh, electronic music. Uh, trying to find uh, a new idea of sound, also from a visual point of view. And I was writing. Uh, Mario, Perio, Mario Pieroni read something that I was writing at the time, and he wanted to meet me. So we met, and uh, we realized that uh, we could work together. I mean, he was really, in fact, he was uh, really... Amazing meeting because, in fact, for the first time, somebody called me uh, for for what I was writing, which was also very uh, very nice experience. And, and so we started to uh, work together 
uh, I, I started to also to do some kind of uh, interview for them, you know, I was meeting artists for them. Uh, because they realized I had a very good uh, also relationship with the artist, and uh, eventually, like some months ago, uh, we start. I mean, I proposed this idea uh, to develop this sort of uh, new web platform. They wanted already to put sites online, and they were doing anyway. But I said, why don't we do a radio? Um, uh, with this new idea, I mean, I think it's new, I mean, this idea to uh, get uh, five, five interviews, conference, uh, uh, which comes from uh, the world of art, which is very sort of uh, editorial in a way, and uh, try to mix with uh, popular music and try to see where these uh, um, uh, par parallel worlds in reality, which are, uh, communicate. So this was the idea. Of course, I don't believe there is a, uh, I mean, it's very difficult to trace a difference between uh, concrete music and certain kind of expression, musical expression also. No? It's very difficult to understand uh, uh, what is, um, uh, like cultural in a proper sense, no? So of course we always have like bad songs uh, or very commercial songs, but when we come out from this kind of perspective, it becomes very difficult to, to trace this line. Uh, in fact, I thought it was much more interesting to explore this kind of uh, borders and relationship. Yeah. So, is it possible uh, to <coughs> listen it on the? Um, I mean, how how we can listen uh, this kind of your experiment with uh, popular music and artist talks? Well, the experiment is is basically that we mix all together. But of course, when we organize this material, we try to follow some kind of um, line, no? some kind of. Um, uh, uh, Phil Rouge. Uh, si, Phil Rouge, uh, also, uh, when we select the music uh, from the popular world, which can be from blues to to punk to rock, obviously we always try to think, you know, what happens, uh, you know, in, in those years from the artistic point of view, and to try to find also where are the contacts, because <laughs> For example, uh, also from from a, a, a cultural point of view, you know, sometimes uh, punk music. For example, I make an example with punk because it's uh, what we were doing the last two years. Punk is related to 70s. For example, in Italy, it's a very problematic problematic period. Uh, also, from and people don't know, in fact, very much, and uh, so there is this general idea that punk was not um, was just a joke, or was just like a, a bunch of uh, people that just uh, uh, spit and uh, didn't know how to play. You know, all all of this, and in in fact, I started to uh, look for punk band in Italy. 
recently I made interview and I find out, for example, that uh, many of them, they were working very strongly with, already with multimedia and uh, some of them, in fact, they are like uh, uh, famous artists now or in any way there was like um, a very communicative scene. And nobody knows, and, and that's why it's interesting to follow this line, because then you realize there are like parts of, of your culture and of your memory that you don't know, or you think you know and you don't know. And as soon as you start to look at, you realize that in fact the things, uh, uh, they're always related to each other, like jazz was related to a certain... Uh, expressionismus that was happening, so it was very um, interactive with art, uh, also with um, the 80s, you know, like when with the rap music and the graffiti movement, and so it's always um, connected, but sometimes, uh, you know, because we don't know or we forget, we don't then... Um, uh, you're not able not to, to, to see things in a more uh, complicated way. We, we, we tend to simplify, you know, and, and we we've probably lose the richness of, of uh, the, um, the arts when you look at arts together, no? When you go to specific, sometimes you, you risk to lose the variety of, of the phenomena in this sense. So the radio probably... I thought that the radio was the most um, effective way to um, start to speak to different people about different matters and, and, and see what happens, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you found your role, let's say, in a way that you are, as you just described, uh, that you are uh, rediscovering or Uh, the history, let's say, pop and art, uh, rock and art uh, history, uh, relationships between them, and uh, you're um, getting a lot of uh, new informations about uh, the years just like uh, two or three decades uh, uh, ago. Yes, yes, this is what's happening, because of course, um, to look at phenomena uh, is like to bring uh, to contemporary, and this is very interesting because um, it's a very, you know, we could go very serious on this, but I would just say that when we look at history in uh, this way, then uh, history becomes something alive in the sense that it's very contemporary and 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 uh, so in some way you uh rewrite history and uh, while you are writing of course uh, there are things that you cannot change because they're facts and 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 it's very good to know the facts i mean nobody cannot say that uh, martin luther king did a speech mm. no? yes. but then it's very interesting to see Uh, that speech as a as a as a moment of uh, progressive development of uh, the voice and the expression itself. So, um, for example, I made this example because uh, we have uh, the the fortune to receive some interviews uh, from. Uh, 
an Italian director. They went to America and he, he interviewed uh, David Hilliard, um, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, um, Hirschman. So all people that belong to big generation and to uh, the Black Panther movement. So um, to listen to this witness, no, to this witness of facts, but then uh, to think again, what what does he mean, beat generation, really? Uh, and then you start to listen again to the music, but with your ear, with with your sensibility that belongs to to this uh, new era. Uh, so um, you realize that most of the things that you know, in fact, uh, you don't know, or you you just you know you you just heard something, and and so you can go deeper in phenomena, and in some way you will discover, and and uh, and something new always happens. You know, it's like your eye sees something new, and this is what I call contemporary art. Contemporary art is this. I mean, it's uh, uh, like also painting from 17th century suddenly is contemporary for the same reason, huh? because it's sudden, you can see again, and this is important. You know, this um, possibility to see things again, no, in in, in this new sense, and um, and also they open no? new new perspective and uh, also it's new properly new no mm -hmm. uh, no i hope you, i hope i'm clear because i'm speaking in english i don't know if uh, i am clear you know especially when i speak about this uh, matter Oh, I think it's quite clear no, for no. me. Uh, yeah. Perfect. You're defi definitely clear, yes. <laughs> Hilary, how is uh, Radio Arte Mobile organized? Uh, I mean, you have 24 hours program. Uh, how long yes. is yes. it? You have yes. 24 hours program. This is uh, last five years from the Biennale, from the beginning. No, 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 no. There were at the at the beginning. That's one said uh, before. It was a kind of occasional transmission. So we started uh, Radio Automobile live, which is streaming uh, web. Then it's it's, it's 24 hours. And uh, it's, uh, as I said, it's a flux. And of course, uh, we, for the moment, because we we, we just started, um, and uh, we know still we have to develop also uh, uh, all the production side. So we decide to split a day in half. 12, 12 hours, 12 hours, mm -hmm. and so we repeat the same program of 12 hours again in the night, also because uh, we saw that, you know, in America they get up in a different time, China, uh, so we, we were starting to think of to um, transmit one day all over the world. Mm -hmm. And um, and then... Uh, we prepare, like, we thought we prepare a week and then we repeat for a month. But in, in fact, it's more flexible because um, we do have just one um, fixed program which is called Minima, which uh, opens uh, in the morning, which is a sort of um, remix of, of files that comes from Sound Art Museum. And this is the only fixed. 
thing that we have every time. And and usually we put this at eight or nine o'clock, like sort of opening the day. And um, and then we have these twelve hours which repeat. And then of course then we have events that we follow. So if there is a conference or interview or whatever. We just go and then we edit and we transmit. So obviously we never know what we we have a sort of a fixed um, scheduling that we prepare like every month roughly. And then but obviously with this mobility to put whatever we want whenever we want. And uh, of course, uh, we tend to um, keep a line, as I said, so a few rules. So uh, we choose two, three keywords every month, and then we start to work on that. But then it's very flexible, also, no? Mm-hmm. How many people uh, works on Radio Art Mobile? Well, at the moment, like uh, we are four, six. But then, But then uh, yeah, I mean, it's very, as people that work for, but then we, um, as I said, now we have to develop the production idea, no? How to move, how to, uh, product, in fact, production itself, no? So for these months, we were like sort of, um, it was quite difficult to, coordinate, you know, because it, it was quite difficult to, because we had to start everything. And uh, I found it very difficult to, to uh, organize few people, no, because we were, I wasn't sure what to do. And I didn't want to uh, give myself a limit, no? like. Um, so now the situation is sort of uh, set, I would say. And now I, uh, of course, I would like to think of a new idea of production. Uh, obviously, I always invite uh, people to collaborate. I mean, whoever wants to send. Uh, Whatever I, I always welcome, of course, as to respond to a certain kind of uh, uh, quality and um, interesting. Uh, I mean, it has to be interesting anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, interesting in a various way because then also uh, I'm, I'm all, always very curious. So uh, uh, I always listen to everything and uh, I always like try to put everything. Then probably if I don't like, then I don't repeat. But I tend to see how it works on radio because sometimes some, it's, it's interesting how the radio reacts to the material. No? When you put something online, then you start to listen. And of course, we, we two of us are DJs, and so obviously we have this uh, understanding how to put music or how to put things, no? just to... Uh, that's why we put some um, speech and the music, try to um, build some make, kind of dramaturgy uh, out of it. You can hear, like, something, because we prepare like 12 hours, like, if you, what about if you listen to 12 hours? That is the, that's how we prepare this. We prepare 12 hours how you would listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. And so we create this moment where you need to recover, otherwise you don't listen anymore. And so you have to give a time of, of, of hearing also, no? And then you have to get um, 
Yes, you all, one very difficult thing is to respect the material, mm -hmm. the, the, the different kind of materials. It's, that is the most dif difficult part, I think, uh, when you meet, no? Mm -hmm. And you don't have like separated programs like a normal radio that has like a news and then has a program of jobs and program, no? Mm -hmm. In some way, they are much more protective, no? Because they make this declaration, we are doing jazz and this is jazz, you know? And so, in some way, they're protected, you know? They protect itself from, uh, uh, from the public, no? Because they, um, they send the message direct to a certain kind of public. So, if you don't like jazz, you don't listen to it. But when you do a radio out of this, uh, this idea of genres, no? this idea of uh, separation between music and things, and, and then it becomes very difficult to uh, understand who who's going to listen, and that's why you have to do interesting, and that's why popular music is very good at, because popular music, um, when it's good, uh, can relate many more people and uh, many more culture than than other things and this is the of course uh, uh, many people understood this also uh, wagner understood this and, and 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 therefore you can all you can also use very badly this power of, of popular music uh, because uh, music is a very strong uh, drive Mm -hmm. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, music is in the air, you know. <laughs> and anyway, you know, you know both of you mm -hmm. because, uh, no, you you know music very well. Mm -hmm. So you are keeping uh, this balance of uh, spoken word and uh, the music. Uh, how do you relate to the collective organizations, for example, in Italy, uh, for uh, authors' rights uh, with this? Do you have like an agreement with them? Because yes. this is one of the the topic of uh, Radio Zona yeah. transmission last year. Yeah, no, I remember this. And in fact, one of the mm, the thing that sort of worried me, uh, and in fact, uh, we didn't move very much, not because mm, we didn't produce very very much material. Now also. Because we we were not we were not sure about this. Uh, relationship with copyrights. No? So now that we finished this first um, uh, tranche, no? uh, we realized, because in Italy there is CIA, um, which is this organization uh, that um, looks after the copyright. And you, uh, of course, uh, if you have to declare everything that you do, no. But uh, because um, uh, because we are an, a cultural association, we manage to uh, get a license. Of course, we pay for this license, but uh, it's not that much, especially because we don't have a sponsor. We don't do a commercial um, use, no. Mm -hmm. We don't do really, and so we pay this fee uh, monthly, and we can transmit up, uh, up to seventy-five uh, percent of our programmation. 
and uh, I wasn't sure about these. Now I'm doing the first re- reporting of all the songs and, as, and everything that we have transmit. This, uh, this. Of course, you have to have all the music original. And this is another thing because I forgot to say that one of the reasons that I started the radio because I met this uh, collectionist uh, uh, who lives uh, near Milan who gave me who gave me uh, his uh, archive so which means uh, 15,000 CDs original and uh, and and that was the moment I started to think I could do a radio because I had the original uh, material you said 15,000 15,000 very selected Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, and that was an amazing meeting on the, that really changed um, everything. Mm. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Do you work with um, guys from Creative Commons in Italy? Because we did an interview we, and we met uh, one Carlos De Martin uh, here in Ljubljana and he, he said a couple of things, quite interesting things, how, how they relate and how they do not lobby uh the the big guys in the industry uh and the, but they with this they want to increase their position uh, within the arts music and this kind of scene in Italy well, well. Well, I, I, of course, I'm very interested because um, one of the first uh, things that I don't understand uh, anymore no, is this idea of copyright. Mm. I mean, for me, it's very complicated to... I mean, of course, there has to be some kind of, of copyright. Uh, not copyright, but some kind of right. Mm-hmm. Or anyway, has to change something. Uh, uh, about the copyleft... Uh, uh, I, in fact, I contact um, a friend of mine, uh, which is very into copyleft, and he, uh, he offered, offered, why don't you look after this, you know, why don't you start to, uh, to find, like, copyleft music, uh, to do interviews, you know, to, and he said, yes, 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 but then, still nothing happened, <laughs> I'm still waiting, for, but of course, I'm very interested because, in, in especially from a digital world, it becomes almost ridiculous not to uh, to think in that way. Now we should change uh, the mentality towards the copyright. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think that the, the artists should be protected, uh, especially composers. Uh, because um, unless, you know, as a composer, I say, okay, I don't care, no? But especially from, from, I'm talking about from the material point of view. Uh, if I am an artist and I am a composer and I don't have money and I have to write music and then I don't get any money or in any way from this music, then it becomes a problem. So that's why I'm thinking should be uh, rethink this idea of, uh, of of the work of the artist, which is not probably the best way. Is not probably uh, to think in, in the old way of the copyright, uh, but we should think of some kind of rights of, of who produce produce uh, 
uh, art also, no? I mean, like mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, yeah exactly. Works. As a work, I mean, because that's that's that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if it's a work, uh, if it's a no, if it's a a product, uh, because then it becomes a product. Not only the work is also a product. I think that the first person that should sort of benefit from this work is the artist. Mm-hmm. And to me, it seems to me that um, uh, in this moment, uh, the, li- the last person to to get benefit are the artists, unless they they become so much a, a, a product that they earn so much money. Therefore, they they earn money as well. But just because there are so many. Uh, because there are so much money that they manage to earn money as well. But if when there are not many much money, the artists are the last person to get. I think. Yes, um, I mean we have this the same experience because uh, we see that uh, there are so many organizations and so many uh, subjects involved in this uh, collecting and then uh, distributing the money. So. And uh, the last in in line, uh, in the name of which everything goes on, is the artist, as you said, you know. And this relates to music, to visual arts, to intermedia, to to whatever, you know, to to publishers, books, uh, writers, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, tell me, uh, um, could you tell some more about the Sound Art, Sound Art Museum? Uh, uh, which is uh, one uh, one big part, uh, or is becoming a big, bigger and bigger part. How do you collect uh, works? Uh, do you address the artists, or you uh, just uh, get the materials from the artists you worked with the project projects with, or could you describe this maybe? Yes. Yes. It's not so organized in the sense that there is an open call. It's an open call that sometimes goes through artists, sometimes goes through meetings. Sometimes we receive material that we don't know, just because not. So it's more like it's an open platform, and then of course. Uh, we have to listen to it and uh, and then you have to archive and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it started very much as, um, as an open call towards certain kind of fields of, of sound art. You know, so it's, it's, uh, it's very specific in that sense, mm-hmm. no? Uh, sound works. Uh, also, sound works that can be installed, so not, not necessarily, uh, or sounds that belong to an installation, for example, no? But they can sort of survive alone uh, as a trace, anyway, of, of an event or... Mm. So that was a little bit the line, and it is the line. At the moment, I have to say there is an open call, uh, so the material arrives, and uh, obviously also uh, through the radio, we receive materials that then we put in the Sound Art Museum. Because anyway, for us, Sound Art Museum is, is another archive that we use for the radio. So. Uh, 
you see, so it's a kind of a big archive uh, where we get uh, also part of, of, of uh, the programmation. I mean, we select very much, I have to say. I mean, I... Um, the Sandat Museum is, is very big and there are lots of files which are very also um, small, no? I'm saying at length, no? So I, um, I don't use them, of course, because there is no sense. I mean, yes, sometimes once we did a sort of an hour mixing with little minutes, no? But of course, in that moment, it becomes another thing altogether, so I don't use these sort of cards. I, I tend to use more uh, sound works which have a certain kind of identity, and so you can transmit mm -hmm. through radio. Mm -hmm. so but then we will see through the radio also material that we put in, in, in the sound art museum. All the material that you have on a sound art museum is on the CD, DVD, or... Um, MP3 or how is it collective? Mm, archived. Uh, it's archived uh, CD. And you produce CDs or artists or? Yeah, each CD is one artist. And then uh, now uh, they're going to. Uh, somebody is working on the site so you can listen. Uh, on on the web also, so the archive now is physical through CDs, and then you can also reach through the web and listen online. But obviously, uh, with online, uh, there is always this problem of streaming that the quality is very uh, poor, mm, and I think it's a bit of a problem, especially for for sound works. Mm -hmm. Uh, just one uh, short technical uh, question. Uh, how many listeners do you usually have uh, on ra Radio Art Mobile and how many downloads or uh, live listening on Sound Art Museum? Well, download nothing because you, uh, you cannot download. Ah, okay. Because, uh, yeah, you can this listen is online only. Yeah, because uh, do you remember CI, this association which protects, uh, yes, you cannot download, especially music. If you do that, then you have to pay. Sure, okay. Uh, in Italy, if you want to download, you have to pay. Otherwise, it's illegal. This is very clear. So we don't do any kind of uh, downloading. Uh, we could do some kind of downloading with interviews and we... Because they're online, you can listen. Of course, this is a bit. Is a, I mean, it's, of course, now everybody has iPod, so it would be nice to do, no? Some kind of uh, podcast that you can download and listen to your with your iPod, also in a better quality, no? But then we have this uh, this uh, limitation uh, of downloading, yes. <coughs> yeah, but, yeah, about the but with uh, the, um, let's say, panels, discussions, you can do that, isn't it? Yes, we can do. In fact, we have this, uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, I, on, on the on the radio, uh, we did, we did um, implement uh, the, the, the podcast function. Uh, yes, we have, technically speaking. Um, of course, as, as you realize, we are still developing the interface. No? 
So um, that's, that's why we didn't put any any kind of files yet because uh, we're not so uh, how it's going to look uh, the the interface of the radio. So we we wouldn't know where to put also the podcast. No, we don't want to put also podcast and then take away podcast. Mm-hmm. No, we have to find uh, sort of a solution. And of course we can do and we will do podcasts. The idea was to do a podcast every month with uh, some parts of all the programmation. So yeah, the sort of uh, uh, the best of the month, which which was not the best, but just an idea of the month programmation. No? That was the idea that we wanted to do that we didn't uh, realize yet. At the beginning of the interview, I talk about really interesting forma of mixing uh, popular music and uh, speech, and I would really like to ask you um, to give us, I don't know, one of this um, material that we can put on our radio zona together with your interview, you know, just to broadcast it. Mm-hmm. Broadcasted and uh, which broadcasted, which yeah. can be used in like a Zonacast uh, podcast uh, for format. Yes, no. Um, yes. Yeah. What would you like exactly? Uh, how you try to mix uh, popular music with uh, speech or with roundtable uh, or uh, okay, or, okay, uh, no, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. hear one of these such uh, examples, like example or. Yes, yes, okay, now that would be fun, yes. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> you know, uh, just uh, just for uh, like uh, inside information about what we, how we do the the podcast in, in, in Radio Zona, you know, uh, it's uh, actually, it is podcast, but it's not. Uh, maybe it's just like uh, an idea for you also. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, each interview or each panel or discussion it's called podcast. It is not mm-hmm. replaced with another one, but it is, uh, 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 let's say, a uh, unit on each, on each own. It is uh, mm-hmm. coded as a podcast with the software. It is uh, assigned to I, I, iTunes uh, libraries and these uh, engines, you know, search engines. Mm-hmm. But, um, and uh, the link is uh, also... Uh, on the um, uh, on our uh, web page but actually mm-hmm. it's not um, the concept of uh, podcasting is that uh, you have one slot and let's say each day or or uh, each week or month it gets replaced with another one isn't it mm-hmm. uh, we, we changed a different route we we code the the all these uh, let's say works uh, as a podcast but they they are just like uh, um, every unit it's it's there to be downloaded you know with its own link you saying that a podcast should be it should be replaced or but instead in this way you can have um, many units <laughs> Yes, I mean, uh, it's like an archive of uh, podcasts, of uh, MP3 files, which are uh, enriched uh, with text and photo, etc. No, yes, yes, no, I've seen, no, no, of course, in fact, it's very good, because it's like, uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's like multimedia That's also, it, yes, no? Yes. It's like yeah. you can listen, you can write, you can uh, also you can open two, three podcasts at the same time, so, no? Yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, no, mm-hmm. this is. Uh, uh, this is a very good idea. In fact, um, the idea of a, of a podcast stage always uh, is very interesting mm-hmm. it's, uh, because you, you can sort of random, you can do what you want. You, it's, it's much more free form as a radio that you are forced to listen to uh, uh, whatever is on at the mm-hmm. moment. No? I like very uh, this idea of uh, uh, this uh, Mobility. Uh, shuffle. Yeah, it was like shuffle uh, attitude, I would say, no? Also, yeah. <laughs> um, you never transmit it on the, radio, on, on, on the air. You, uh, you just transmit on uh, stream on the web. Yeah, for the yeah, moment, for the moment no, as, as a radio, I mean, I worked for a radio before, but uh, uh, as Radio Artemobile, we, we haven't yet... Uh, we were thinking to go to a frequency, mm-hmm. not to with some radio and to on Rome especially to not necessarily national like but more like on uh, some band in Rome some frequency in Rome um, yeah probably we will do but probably we will start to do live uh, I have to I would like to, to try to do some live program no? on uh, now recorded live through internet mm-hmm. I like this idea of uh, live through internet but I have to understand how it works and if it is going to work uh, how many um, how many uh, listeners do you have daily well at the, mm, well I don't know 200. Which are not very much, but I think the it's, okay. it's, it's reasonable. It's a good start. Hmm? Yeah, because we um, another thing we didn't um, advertising yet. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, uh, okay. very uh, very much because uh, we were not ready. You know, like first time I did a communication, the server collapsed. All of these. I mean, we we had lots of technical problems. Uh, I always have these technical uh, problems. In uh, I don't know. I think I'm surrounded by people. <laughs> I always, but you know, like you know, I, I think it's, I'm sure it's simple. You know, I mean, I can do many things. You know, I've learned to edit uh, also for this reason because. You know, I I was given this material and I was waiting for days and then I received these bad materials. Mm-hmm. And so I said, no, wait, I want to see how it works. And so I've learned to edit and I realized it takes very little time, no? But also with this thing of server and web, and I think it's, it's not that difficult. <laughs> but for some reason, I always have problems. Anyway, sorry. When you're dealing with uh, zeros and ones, you have a problem, you know. Ah, well, I, I'm happy that you say this because, you uh, know, because sometimes I get paranoid, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, with, with some technical things, you never know. You know, you never know if it's a big problem or if it's a small problem. Yeah. No, yeah. you're talking about software or hardware. It's just the same, basically. No, no, yeah. no, no I'm, I'm talking about software. Hardware, I'm sure, is also the the word is is already difficult. No. <laughs> yeah, it's true. True.